Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. where we talk about musicals and things that, well, it, it taught us. Surprise! It's in the title right there. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, it's me, this KB. Is, this is not your first time presenting this, <laughs> is know. it? My brain just went, what podcast are we recording right now? <laughs> Whoops! Uh, guys, it's a nighttime recording and we're down to a couple, so this is welcome to... ever a nighttime recording. Delirious KB! <gasps> And Zancy, and Zancy I'm here as well. Miranda, Julie, yet again, no shows. Well, they let us know. They're they doing theatre things, so we I can know. forgive them. That's this right. one other time. This one other time that we've said three times. <laughs> Several times, yeah. <laughs> uh, but because they're not at the table, we have brought someone on that is going to be so good that it will fill the void of two people. So much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Zancy. Hi. I'm going very well. Hi, I'm Xanthi. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, yeah, good, mate. Hey, excited to come talk about musicals. Yeah. How Um, they have shaped us. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I like that. Musicals shaped us. Yeah. That's the spin-off podcast. I I think it's it's, it's kind of included in the musicals taught us everything. Now, Xanthi, is this your first time on the podcast? Yes, on this one it is. The very first time. How exciting. That's exciting and surprising. Mm. I'm sorry that we haven't gotten you on sooner, no, but I'm glad fine. that you're here. I have a complicated history with musicals. <laughs> I was very, very intensely into them in my yeah. younger years mm-hmm. and then I kind of came off, I kind of went off them a bit. That's fine. Yeah, but there's always been a place in my musicals heart. Musicals spurned you somehow. <laughs> somehow. They wronged you. Actually, I don't think they did. I think oh. I just... Kind of got a bit tired. <laughs> uh, too much, yeah. like, you know, when mm. you burn too bright. Too many jazz hands. <laughs> and then it just kind of uh, got a bit too much in the way of musicals. <laughs> but they always have had a place in my heart for they did shape me <laughs> through my developmental years as a young, awkward high school student <laughs> in a drama what, department. Weren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how we got here. Well, then we better get to know you, Zanthi, since we, we know you, but we our do. listeners – don't. No. Um, Zane, you didn't get to sing it last episode, so I'm going to say you have to sing it this episode. Getting to know <laughs> you. I love that so much. You don't. It like, gets worse actually, every time. That's why I love it. And, like, I love Miranda. Miranda, <laughs> I love you. How but does she do it? She does it 
legitimately. <laughs> she, she does it kind of like a Julie Andrews yes. would do it. Oh, uh, very stylized, but I do the bad drag version of it. Uh, yeah. Yes. 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 Good. So, you know, when Miranda's not here, we get the, the, the poor substitute, which is Zane. Maybe you should do a recording of Miranda so that you can play it. But then we don't get Zane. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is a very good point. Anyway. Saying you're very good, but we need to move on. Okay. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Which musical character would people, other people compare you to? Well, I think just from the way I look, especially before I cut my hair, people would say Belle. Yeah. Because I kind of just had that kind of – plus I'm a real princess. Like uh, when I sing and everything, I'm like fairly legit soprano as well. So yeah. definitely I think people would say I'm a belle. Yeah. I, I do like I go a Disney princess. Belle's good. Yeah, nice. Nothing against that. Um, what would what character would you like other people to compare you to? Or I wish that I was kind of a more moxie ballsy character, mm-hmm. like yeah. a Barbara Streisand kind of like in anything. Or Maybe. It's because I know you. That's definitely what I would. I, I, you I, compare I, me I, to I, a Babs? Yes, yeah, oh, yes. So, someone a little more feisty, uh, a little more like willing to stand up for what they believe in. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. Rather, rather a bit than Belle, like Belle's a perfectly fine character, but you're definitely more assertive than Also, Belle she's definitely a Ravenclaw and I'm a Slytherin. <laughs> <so>. yeah. <laughs> I love that we just put Belle into a Hogwarts house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is your dream role then? My dream role is um, uh, Christine in Phantom. Nice. Nice. Because yeah. I think it would involve a lot of like just weeping and being a bit of a frail. But also I think there's a hidden moxie in yeah. Christine that I don't actually see a lot of women play when mm-hmm. they do her, which I think I would really enjoy trying to bring that side out a little bit. Yeah, Plus nice. the music. It's, it's the only good Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Agreed. Uh, Mainly because he did it Half the music. What is your dr- no? We just did that. What is your favorite Sondheim show before we get too far into Sweeney Todd? Yeah, it's great. Yes, amazing. No that doubt. Was so easy. That's actually where Zane and I met all those years ago. So long was ago. Was it Sweeney? It what? Yes. Yeah. All right. Sweeney that Todd was, was the first one, and then we did You're in Town after Back when that. We were both wee bands. Oh yes, yes. Me less so than you, but yeah. <laughs> I very much enjoyed watching you both in that show. I was a scrappy little street urchin, it. and Zane was the bird. Uh, a less seller. a lesser, a less little scrappy street urchin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was mostly set for that show. There were several times when I had to like hold up pieces of set or hold pieces of set against a wall so that yeah. it didn't fall down. Um, yeah, That's it was fun. That was that was that was my I was I was the fixtures that held the set together. <laughs> the set oh, was the notoriously you difficult. You were a weight bearing poster. Oh <laughs> mm-hmm. man. Uh, nice. The singing while holding a bridge above your head <laughs> is difficult to say the least. But now you can do it. Well, I probably wouldn't choose to do it again. <laughs> but uh. You were the foundation of that show, literally. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it would have fallen apart joke. without you. Mm. People would have died. Yeah. I'm, I'm confident. You're a hero. <laughs> <laughs> but this podcast isn't about you, Zane. It's not. What is your go-to shower song, Anthony? Uh, go-to shower, anything from the wild party. Nice. nice. Which one? The good one. The good, yeah, okay, the good, good one. The lipper. Um, Zanth and I have wandered over our choice of wild body. Oh, nice. yes, we have. The other one's terrible. <laughs> the other one has its place. Like No, it doesn't. Earth, Eartha Kit is oh, majestic, mm. um, but Lipper's wild party is far superior. Yeah. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll throw out the, the 
we were having a wild, wild party because the kind of like falsetto and octave changes are something you can only do in the shower. <laughs> Don't <laughs> do it in front of other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the most controversial question, but I feel like this might be quite easy for you to answer. You just like, you know your stuff. You have to delete one musical from existence. What one is it? Cats. Thank you. And if we have already burnt cats to the ground and buried it down, down to the core uh, of the earth. I hate cats. <laughs> I'm going to give cats. We haven't allowed cats this answer for a it's while. It's true because it's been killed so many times by literally everyone who comes in. It's well, this so is funny. my first time. So yeah, you're, you're allowed that. Good. Yeah. You're allowed it. Um, glad we're in agreement with that. Now that we've gotten to know you, Anthony, let's get to know the sound of music because yes. that's the musical you've brought us today. Yes. musical transition was the opposite to what the sound of music is. Yes. <laughs> but we Get it out like of the way him. early. Yeah, got it, got it. Um, what, are, what are some things that we know about the sound of music? Oh, the sound of music. I actually love it. And um, yeah. when I found out what the musical was going to be for the 24-hour musical yes. project, because I didn't get to pick, Zane and his like first-year team picked, and then I got told. Miranda picks. Oh, Miranda Whoa. picks. I will say I, I, will, ex- I will accept – the blame this year because I suggested the sound of music. Why the blame? It was a fun time, Zane. Well, it was. It, it, it definitely was. But people people think that I, because I was the director, I oh. picked the musical. Where it is Miranda, as the producer, picks the musical. Of course. But she gets a few options from the production team. Makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. But um, I came home and people were asking me, they were like, so you know what it is now? Can you tell us anything about it? And I was like, I will tell you one thing and that it's a musical I like, which actually <laughs> slims down <laughs> the amount of musicals it could be by it's a very substantial party. margin. <laughs> yeah, so that was good. I really yeah. do actually very much like The Sound of Music. Yeah. It takes me back. It's a, gr- it's a great show. It's mm. a classic that's going to stand the test of time, I oh, think. it has. It has. Mm, already, you, yeah. Did you know the original title of The Sound of Music? What? What was the mm. original title of The Sound of the Music? The Singing Heart. I don't think it would be as popular with that title. <laughs> I hate that. Um, what sing? What heart? Might as well call it the singing nun. I, I think. I think it's because Maria's heart sings to everyone around her. It's a much more hippie. Yes. Title. Definitely. The sound of music. If you had to um, talk to someone that had never seen the sound of music before, but they only had like two minutes. To find out. All right, so we're doing doing a really quick little summary. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Can you do it? Here we go. Am I on a timer or anything? Yes, Um, absolutely. I'm timing you. (laughs) Start. Okay. Go. The Sound of Music is the story of a young nun who hasn't quite sworn into the nunnery yet. Her name is Maria and she loves the countryside and she loves to sing and she loves to be free, but she also loves the austerity of the church. Anyway, she can't quite fit in. She's a bit of a misfit and odd one out, so the – um, head nun, the mother abbess, tells her that she's being sent away to be the governess for a very problematic family of seven children. And the father, who is a widower, is the uh, previous captain of a naval ship. So she gets there and he's whistling at all his children like he would on a ship. And um, he goes away for a bit because he's a very absentee father. And she basically teaches all the children to sing, teaches them how to come out of their shell, teaches them how to love life and, you know, f- um, find love again after the death of their mother and um, also through through the children learning that they teach their father how to find love and find music again, that kind of thing. Then the Nazis come in. 
<laughs> Have I reached my time? You've nope, only, yet, you're a only minute. one minute. Oh, oh yes. a whole other minute. Then the Nazis come in. Um, they basically tell the captain that he has to conform to their um, standards and go be the naval captain of a ship in um, the Nazi party army. I'm really um, getting my World War Two references yeah. very specific. <laughs> yeah. um, he basically says, I cannot be a Nazi and if I refuse to, then my family will get shot. Mm-hmm. So they um, do a very elaborate escape mission and um, perform at a festival, a folk, of festival. Festival, a folk festival, yes. a festival of voices. And um, while everyone's distracted, while the head Nazis are distracted watching the concert, they sneak off and then they climb over the mountains into Switzerland, which geographically doesn't make any sense, but that's still okay. Yeah, from Austria. Uh, oh, yeah, oh. Austria and Switzerland <laughs> do meet up, but where they're located is not <laughs> no, near that. No, no. <laughs> well, they try to go to Switzerland. Two minutes exactly. You well done. You did such win. a great yes. job. Thank Good you. Job. Now, this is based on a true story. Mm. They, uh, they were the Von Trapp family singers. They were. Um, Maria Von Trapp did exist. She was just a little bit more uh, strict and... Uh, scary. I'm mm. going to say scary. Um, <laughs> and uh, her and the captain uh, had two other children on top of the yes. seven yep. that already oh. existed together. So it was a big gold family. Um, they didn't climb any mountains. They caught a train. They, they took uh, a train. <laughs> it, it was artistic but, license. It was dramatic. It was want, a metaphor. You, like, like, you can climb that mountain, Von Traps. You can do it. Um, because of that, we have the beautiful, iconic song, Climb, climb Every, Every Mountain. Mountain. It's true. Um, I know a lot of people growing up <laughs> always thought that The Sound of Music uh, ended at the wedding because that was when they got told they had to go to bed because <laughs> the Nazis were about yeah. to come out. <laughs> oh. So well, I know a lot of friends who discovered the second half of the musical yeah, later in life. It's a well-known tradition to just turn <laughs> turn the musical off at the wedding. The end. It is a well-known happy. tradition. <laughs> Lots of it's people do that. hilarious. But this is the last uh, musical that Rodgers and Hammerstein wrote. Together, together, yeah. together. Oh, end of an era. End of an era. Uh, Edelweiss was the very, very last song that Hammerstein ever wrote, oh. um, and it was super last minute. It got added in the Boston tryouts for the show, and um, it was so good that the audiences were fully convinced that Edelweiss was an actual Austrian folk song. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I really, really like that. So it was what their eighth, eighth musical in yes, there. Yeah. Canon, but he um, unfortunately Hammerstein uh, didn't uh, last much longer after it got to Broadway. I mean, so. they were both older gentlemen. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Edelweiss was also written uh, because the guy playing the captain at the time uh, was a folk musician, so they didn't feel like his talent was being used to its full potential. Oh, like with the, like he played guitar. Yeah. So they were like, let's. Let's maybe bring out his talent a little bit more. Let's yeah. write him a song. I love that too. Where I'm like, okay. That is That's nice. Cool. That's it's really generous nice. of them and smart as well. Yeah. it had a really good result. Yeah. It's like I love – like Edelweiss is my favourite. Mm. It makes me cry every time. <laughs> um, it just, is – it is a very good song. And the way that it is placed in the musical at just the moment when you need that catharsis, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's 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 really nice. Um, there are some other fun facts. Like I didn't know that even though two of the Von Trapp kids are, are 
male that the entire children's cast were nominated in the best featured actress category. They definitely were <laughs> in the 1960s. How can you nominate an entire seven group of people? people <laughs> who and two of them are male. <laughs> William William Snowden and Joseph Stewart were nominated for best featured actress in a musical. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm interested as on whether that that each counts as a nomination. So if one person could win it, or whether it was, it was all of them, because that is a very contentious yeah. Uh, yeah. point at the moment. Is that there isn't a best ensemble no. award in the Tonys, yeah. and that is kind of best featured actress in a musical is kind of a, a best ensemble by default. Vault? Yeah. Is that what they're saying? I there? guess it's so. weird. And also, did they end up winning? No, no, they um, end Mother Abbess one. Yeah, Patricia oh, Newway. Yeah. I was going to say, because that kind of like if they did win, great for them, good on the kids, but it does kind of take that away. position away from a yeah. f- actual female in that category. Yeah. They probably I mean, should have their own category. So all seven kids were nominated, Mother Abbess, uh, then also Max and, and the captain yeah. and Maria were all nominated. Whoa. Yeah. So that's 11 Poor acting Elsa. nominees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> well, yeah, so there's three other people in that musical that weren't like yeah. named uh, more than bit parts that yeah. weren't nominated. But, no. yeah. Um, again, this is another one that they recorded the show's album like a week after it went to Broadway. Yep. It went straight up to number one on the Billboard charts and stayed there for three, four months. Which is um, like um, pretty amazing for the type of music that it is, I guess, at well, that time. It was yeah, popular. Yeah, I, I think folk music is pretty um, – I think it stands the test of time. Like yeah. it's folk music now. Um, and a lot of it is folk music and ballads. So that is also something that I think yeah, translates. Yeah, true. And it's beautiful. Like it's beautifully written. Um, uh, I Have Confidence in Something Good were not – in the original stage show, no. but they were put into the movie. So Rogers wrote them by himself. Mm. Um, and I think yeah. they're actually two of the weakest songs in the whole soundtrack, though. Yeah. Like I'm, I like them enough. Like I'm happy they're there, but yeah. also, yeah, they're kind of kind of weak. And yeah, I think they're mostly just to um, give Maria yeah. a little bit more to do. Yeah, <laughs> a bit more happy. Yeah, give Julie it. Andrews a bit more time to sing yeah. because I'm not complaining about yeah. hearing no. her sing more. And <laughs> she wasn't meant. She wasn't really their first choice either. They wanted Grace Kelly or Doris Day. Oh, Doris Day could probably do it. Um, well, she ridiculous. was <laughs> ridiculous. Julie, far too Julie American. Andrews is the only. Option. I know, and the only reason that they weren't going to give it to Julie Andrews was because she wasn't well known enough at the time. Mary Poppins hadn't been released yet. She had filmed it, yeah. but and they were like, mm, "Is she well known enough to pull this off?" And I'm like, "Have you met Julie Andrews? <laughs> of course she can. She's yeah. a princess." Like. <laughs> She's not a princess. She's a queen. She is a queen. queen. She's actually. And did they not have enough faith in their musical that it could be a star vehicle for an up and comer? Right. Were they like, no, we really need a famous person to carry this through. We need Grace Kelly. We need. Can Grace Kelly even sing? I don't even know if she can sing. Maybe maybe they were going to go. She's a Hitchcock woman as well. That's not very appealing to like families. It's just who the movies generally pitched for. Nazis. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, Nazis. So yeah. they had to like. It is a dark family like, musical. Yeah. Mm. It does. That's, it, saying, that's second act. Yeah. 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 Uh, other people who auditioned um, 
which I think is so cute. Kurt Russell and Richard Dreyfus both auditioned for Von Trapp children. They obviously didn't get the roles. Yeah. But can you imagine a teeny tiny Kurt Russell? <laughs> like To me, Kurt Russell has never been anything but a grizzled right? old man. <laughs> like I just picture his face currently on a smaller body. <laughs> I'm here to audition for Kurt. That's terrifying. <laughs> um and Andrew Lloyd Webber mm-hmm. produced a revival. He did. He didn't. He did. Ugh. He found his Maria through a, a show. Oh, called how, how do you, you solve, solve a problem, problem like Maria? Maria. That's but right. the only reason he did that was because he originally wanted Scarlett Johansson in Maria. Mm, no. And she was like, no, I don't know if I want to that he's like all right a reality television show it is well if you don't want to do it anyone can do it <laughs> anyone can. Holy. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing like little bits of all of those I remember seeing the cats one yeah, a little bit and the Joseph and the Joseph and the one and a bit of the Maria one I think I was watching it on YouTube at the time <laughs> when it came out yeah I wonder yeah, if we yeah. can still find that mm. we probably could it's probably somewhere now my favorite question to ask everyone about their musical is favorite song Favorite song? Oh my gosh! But there were so many good ones. <sighs> you know what? How fast I was on the answers before. This mm. one's actually quite tricky. <laughs> it's a tough one because as soon as you say one, one you, then you think of three others. <laughs> yeah. So it's between, and I could have some help here. It's between um, the sound of music, the song, mm-hmm. um, Edelweiss, mm. and climb every mountain. Okay. Because mm. I, I like Do Re Mi and that kind of thing. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, nah, it needs to be like a Julie song yeah. or. Freaking mother you know, best song. I love listening to Edelweiss, but I think I love singing Lonely Goat Herd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Lonely Goat Herd is, is one of my go-to wacky songs. Yeah, like it's just you, ridiculous. If you have nervous energy, you start singing Lonely Goat You guys, Goat I've <laughs> actually <laughs> always hated Lonely Goat Herd <laughs> until we did it at 24 Hour and then it swiftly became my favourite number. Because it was so dumb. It's so dumb. So I think dumb. That's why I like but that's it. why I think it didn't quite fit with any yeah. of the rest. Oh, my mm. favorite things though is such a my lovely tune. Oh, climb every mountain. I think is my favorite. Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm going to put down climb every mountain. Right. Cool. All right. Mm. Well, shall we uh, move on to the lessons that we've learned from Sound of Music? So what have we learned? Well, for me personally, what I've learned from The Sound of Music is that, um, and something that I tried to help um, our Maria with in 24 Hour, is that you can love multiple things at once. I know this is kind of a more obscure one. Like you'd think it would be, the music is wonderful and children are fun and stuff like that. But honestly, (laughs) no. no. You can love, (laughs) like Maria could love God and want to be part of the church, but also that could not be for her. She could also love Captain Von Trapp and love the children at the same time. It didn't mean she was choosing one over the other. Life is not that black and white. It's not, yeah. And I always felt that from, even like as a kid watching the movie, I was like, she wants to be free, but she wants to be, you know, part of the the nunnery and, and be part of the sisterhood, which she loves. And you know what? She can have she can have her cake and eat it too, yeah. um, which isn't generally a life lesson because most of the time you can't. But when it comes to <laughs> lo- being able to love multiple things at once, yeah. I thought that was a really nice lesson. I, I yeah. think also an extension of that might be uh, that you don't – don't fixate so much on one, one. thing to the yeah. exclusion of everything else yeah. mm. because you can be 
uh, you can you can have all the virtues of a nun without being a nun, yes. and you get all this extra stuff in your life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that is what Mother Abbess is trying to teach Maria: is that you're a perfectly good nun, but you have so much more to give. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess the uh, like the branch going in the other direction is that everybody is looking for connection, mm. and whatever that connection might be, it might take a little while to figure that out. And especially if you look at the kids, yes, they yeah. are just longing for somebody to acknowledge that they exist Mm -hmm. and the captain in his own way is longing for that acknowledgement they all want to be free somehow yeah and they can't find it without each other which i thought was really sweet as well i think so too it's a i it's just such a i think this is their best for me of all of the rnh stuff Mm. the sound of music it took them seven other musicals to get there, but it paid <laughs> off. Like. I, think, I think for me as well, yeah. um, but I think we'll talk about that. Yeah, we will. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about um, it later. Ha- having, having said that, I've, I learned that I want a mother abess. Oh, yeah. Someone who, who, who is <laughs> like always there. Yeah, like a fairy godmother. Like a life coach. She's not a fairy yeah. godmother. Like, she's just like, okay, I see where you're going, <laughs> but you need to calm down yeah. and perhaps think about this for a moment. Yeah. And I'm like, I haven't found that person yet. No. Mm. Yeah. It is that thing of like the thing that you think you should be doing yeah. might not be the best thing for you. Yeah. So I mean, the value of a mentor, I think, yeah. is, is what it is. A compassionate and mentor, not yeah. just someone who's like, all right, you're paying me, get on my – you know, Chase yes. Lounge recline. <laughs> tell me about you know your yes. mother. <laughs> she, yeah, she she's compassionate and she really yeah. sees Maria as a daughter as well. Yeah, um, and just wants and also sees herself in Maria. Sees that wild side and was like probably in Maria's shoes and was like, do I choose to you know live my life as a nun or do I choose not mm. to do that? And she made her choice yeah. and she just wants Maria to be able to make her own choice as well. I think and I th- someone sitting outside of your life too can see that you want more. Yes. That you maybe want something different than what you think you want. So to be like, you can be a nun if you want to be a nun, but I think you should just go outside for a little bit, experience this yeah. thing and be open-minded to it. Yeah. Like rumpspringer. Yeah. <laughs> for. Just go to yes. Europe, backpack for a year, <laughs> yeah. see what happens. And mm. just see what ha- Like, <laughs> yeah. It is. I think uh, also – with with Mother Ibess, they really show the the best that religion can be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because at no point do they shy away from mentioning God and, and the relationship yeah. they have with God, but they also show like truly moral actions mm-hmm. and taking that into account in their own lives. Because I, I think a lot of when religion is dealt with in musicals, because it a, a nunnery has very little to do with a Broadway stage. Yeah. I, think, I think it is sometimes quite poorly represented in musicals because of that tension yeah. that's there, whereas Sound of Music really does um, – it doesn't shy away of that showing the nuns having personality. Yeah. Um, they all have their own personality and yeah. their own quirks and opinions while still yeah. being this unit that they yeah. can totally rely on each other as and well. And they don't try and shame Maria. Like, no, Maria, no. stop running around out at night on a mountain. You know, get your ass inside, girl. You've, you know, got you a should, God yeah, to serve. You should serve. be ashamed yeah. of yourself. She, like, they never do that. Yeah. It, it's honestly just like you could be hurt and yeah. now I don't mm. know what I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I think it is that they all have individual personalities, but I think there's also that like little hint in all of them of what their life was outside or pre-nun life yeah, yeah. too that. 
it's so true. Like it's not like they – not all of them would have grown up in the nunnery. Yeah. They would have come later. It's just – I just love this shit. And that was their choice. It was and their so choice. they're respecting Maria's choice to either yeah. stay and do what they've done yeah. or to choose something different and not do what they've done. Which is so fun. Which I think is fabulous. I love being like things demonstrating a choice when it comes to religion. Yeah. And I think it was pretty progressive of R&H to throw yeah. that into yeah. the sound music. At that music. time. Mm. I also learned that curtains make excellent clothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with a seamstress that can deal with that, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I think the kids teach us that like, sometimes you just need to be told the obvious. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and kids have a knack for doing that. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. They really do. <laughs> that's, a, that's a major plot point. <laughs> it's like the kids know what's going on. You can't hide it from them. Yeah. No. Brigitte is quick as a whip. Even you know? if you're hiding it from yourself, they'll know. Yeah. No, kids are so smart and will not hold back. <laughs> yeah, they're just <laughs> honest. They won't, you know, yeah. um, be afraid to hurt an adult's feelings. No. <laughs> they'll goodness. just go for it. And one more thing that I um, particularly loved was Captain Von Trapp not budging like Max and Elsa do. Yeah. yeah. Like he could very easily be like, for the sake of my family, for the sake of my big fancy mansion and, you know, my heritage, you know, that I have over yeah. many, many branches of the family tree, um, I'll, just, I'll just go be a Nazi because, you know, that's the choice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but he gave it all up yeah. because that's what he believed in. And an exa- he like what does that teach his children? I think is a mm. big part of his decision of if I do this, if I go against everything I believe in, what kind of man does that make? Of, yeah, and yeah. what is that teaching seven people who are my responsibility? Yeah. And can I say we've covered a few RNHs on this program, mm. and time and time again we bring up how problematic some of them are. Yeah, but this one... This one is not. This one is female-led. There is no toxic masculinity. It shows all aspects of both positive and negative of the female experience. And it's a really great show for women. Mm. And, like, I think, too, in terms of, like, you could argue that Captain Von Trapp uh, is potentially closer to that toxic masculinity character but he also goes through such a character arc Mm. and you understand where he has come from in order to build that wall up of like Mm. this is what we do and this is what you should do and this is what the children should should do but he never treats women like objects no he never does and And he has two options to do that yeah both elsa as a trophy wife and maria as the governess could just be uh objects to this elevated privileged man and the movie doesn't even uh, pretend that that could exist. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And even just with um, Frau Schmidt and uh, Franz, yes. the yeah. way that I guess in terms of level of authority too, it you never feel like he, he is being unjust. In, like they seem to have all a very nice, lovely, candid relationship, even though yeah. they'll be like, we can't talk about that because that will get us in trouble. There are some times where – they'll go outside of that and they're not necessarily reprimanded. It's respected. All right. Well, do we have any other lessons or do we want to move on to our dream cast? Let's move on, shall we? Just love it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, where are we putting Zach? Let's get this out of the I put him as Rolf. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, that's fine. Actually, he's a bit... Probably a bit He's old too to play old Rolf now. now. Yeah, Rolf was like I mean, 16. He, he, honestly, he'd probably play one of the Nazis. He probably would. Ooh, I mean, yeah. give him a few years, he'd probably play Max. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Very well. Um, but I loved the live – they did like a live TV version of The Sound of Music like they've done with Hairspray and all mm. that. Um, and Audra McDonald was Mother Abbess. Yep. Oh. I think that's amazing. Oh, I would keep her there. Amazing. I haven't heard that. I need to go uh, yeah. look that up immediately. The other that two that I would for keep from that casting would be Laura Benanti as Elsa and Christian Ball as Max. Yep. Yep. Christian I, Ball as Max? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, I see that. So I, I actually see Chris and Ball as more of a captain. I really want really? Nathan Lane as Matt. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think Patrick Wilson, he played um Raoul in the Phantom of the Opera movie, yep, yeah. would be a really like mm. stoic captain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm with absolutely. you on that one. Yeah. Who's Marie though? Dreamcast has to be Julie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It hey always Julie. does. Heyday, Julie. I, think, I I can't go past her. Yeah, I can't like think she's of anyone perfect. else. I think we grew up with her, and it's yeah. such like so iconic, and mm. all the songs and her voice. Um, well, if we're I not mean, casting, she can't it, do it now. Yeah. But Dreamcast is definitely. Oh Julie. well, then Dreamcast. Christopher Plummer is the captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, he was great. The he way was. he transitioned from being so like hard and stoic, and then he basically just got the course of like one three minute song to show an entire emotional change. Yeah, and come out as the fun dad at the end. <laughs> but he did it. He hit yeah. all the points. I think he's remarkable. Can't he's, go past him. He's very good. Um, you know, I will cast Laura Osnes in anything. Oh, me too. <laughs> oh like, my god, I'm addicted anything. to her. Yeah, so right. <laughs> so I'm like, if. Julie's not available because <laughs> sometimes she says no to stuff. I well, she, Mary, po- Mary Poppins returns. It anymore. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but um, it it would be it would be Laura for me and Maria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what about Elsa? Laura Benanti. You don't you don't agree? I want Megan Mullally. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! <laughs> you win. Be so good. Can you we then win. have um, Megan and Nathan? Can you just picture <laughs> it now? Oh no, you're going to make it Sean O'Hayes, right? Well, Jack. yes, either <laughs> either Sean Hayes or um, oh my goodness, why can't I think of his name? Her husband. Oh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman is Max. <laughs> Can you imagine? He'd be so I sarcastic. <laughs> Nick Offerman. Yeah. That would be a sight to see. I would. I. I don't know if it would be part of my dream, but yeah, I could see it. I'd pay money for that. A lot of people would I pay. Feel money like for a lot that. of people would pay, <laughs> but also Sean Hayes. Yeah. Like, bring uh. back the dynamic duo. <laughs> well, it, that is is the classic uh, uh, Will and Grace. Foursome. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maria and the captain. <laughs> 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 it's true. 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 We could. Yeah, we could. I mean, I mean, Kelsey Grammer could easily play one of the Nazis. He could even play Max. He would be fine, he would Max. Be fine Max. He'd be fine, Max. David Hyde Pierce as Franz. David Hyde Pierce would be my pick over Kelsey Grammer for Max, actually. Yeah. yeah. I think he'd, he'd, he'd camp it up a bit better than, than very Kelsey. Good. Oh, my goodness. Or even like Mr. Show. Sheffield as the captain. Can you see that one? <laughs> yes. Because I can't Niles as Max. <laughs> And Fran Drescher is Maria. And was that Cece? Cece is Elsa. It works, guys. It works. I, well, okay, Does so the nanny work? is exactly based on the sound of music. That's why it, it is. works. Because we know that Fran Drescher's singing voice is akin to Julie Andrews. Wow. <laughs> Dreamcast. All right, shall we move on? Yeah, from we should Dreamcast? probably. Yeah, we should get off this topic. <laughs> All right, 
top five lists, I've already said that this is, well, we've already said that it's probably top five R&H. Yeah. Easily. I think this is quite clearly, for me personally, number one. Yeah, yeah, for me too. That's where I have to stop because it's the only one I really like. <laughs> well, that, and that's kind of it because all the others are kind of problematic in so one way or another. Um, I, and so this one really stood the test of time. Yeah. I'd say top five most well-known shows outside of a the theatre audience. Like yeah, yeah. people know it regardless of whether they're mm. musical fans or not. Yeah. Well, it is a tradition, at least in Australia, that this movie plays all over the Christmas season. All over. Yes. <laughs> just but over and over and is over Is that again. just because it's in the archives and everyone's poor and lazy and gone on holiday? Could be. Maybe. So you just whack it in the old VHS, <laughs> play it on Channel 9. <laughs> That's what I think happens. That's a great one. Um, I'm going to put t- this as top five shows where the, adult- the children should be played by adults. Ooh. I just Ooh. like – I don't know why we haven't done it sooner. Um, <laughs> it was amazing and I loved it. It was hilarious. It was amazing. You were <laughs> amazing. You were really, so really funny. Fun. It was so fun. It I does, have a sore finger. <laughs> so cute. It does add an entirely different level to the comedy. Yes. Um, because a child can only be so cute mm. and still be funny, mm-hmm. uh, whereas an adult trying to be childlike cute is funny multiplied by funny. While you're also <laughs> responding Kind of as an adult, yes, though, absolutely. To, to things yeah. as a child. Like your brain goes, well, this is a natural thing that this would happen, whereas a kid's just like, I've been told to stand here. The end. So would you put a top five musicals full of children? This, Annie, Oliver. Matilda. Matilda. Well, yeah. Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah. Is that a musical now? Yeah. yeah See, I've is. been off but the circuit also a bit. the professional production of uh, Willy Wonka in Australia has – uh, adults playing the children. Oh, okay. So, and I heard Matilda had like most of their children's chorus was adults. Yeah, and like um, the main children are children, it's and the rest really of them. Short, I think yeah. there was short like adults. short adults were the swing, so like yeah, would just fill in yeah, the gaps. Yeah. Um, School of Rock is School of Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Children. Yeah. yeah, I'd put it. I'd put it on the top five roles for kids, mostly because this is done a lot. Mm. As a show. And it's fairly wholesome. Like I can picture a lot of parents going, oh, little Sophie's going to go audition and be in The Sound of Music. That's I'm overjoyed. Nana will come. There's yeah. very I, few conversations you have to have with a child about yes. the story of The Sound of Music. Mm. Yeah, Whereas absolutely. like uh, School of Rock or Matilda or something, um, parents might kind of blink a few times before yeah, letting their yeah. kids <laughs> sign up for that one. <laughs> um, as a top but, oh, it top was five female-led musicals. Yes. Oh, yes. This is, and I, I might even put Marie on top five female roles. Oh goodness, yes. Um, every, I think great. every would, every woman would be absolutely fine with playing Maria. Yeah, there's at some no point drawback to Maria. No. She is, she's strong. She's vulnerable. She's funny. She's got lots of songs. She's got lots of songs. Got she lots of songs. she drives that show. Yeah. Um, and again, there's yeah. an uh, like. Every ca- there's no character that doesn't grow it to some degree in this show, so it's not Except like you're maybe playing. Max. Yeah, but, but Max would be so Ma- fun to play. Yeah, and I think Max definitely has those like moments of this would be the time that I should turn back, but doesn't. Yeah, and I think that yes. would be really interesting to play. Yeah. Hmm. Any other any other top fives? Would uh, does Max appear on any top five lists? Yeah. Top five sidekicks. <laughs> top five gay uncles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Top five, top five um, coded gay but not gay yeah. characters. <laughs> <laughs> top five music manager characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And the sound of music is definitely in the top five um, Nazi musicals. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were struggling to come up with more than four, but I'm sure, I'm sure our, our our audience will let us know yeah. all the other Nazi musicals that we we've we've left off because there's cabaret producers, sound of music. Did we come up with a fourth? Uh, no, I think I said if we were opening it up to communism as well, we could throw oh, in Fiddler on the Roof. Mm. Um, but, you know. <laughs> we will well. do whatever we can to fill out that job. <laughs> yeah, we got one more if you know what it is. Well, is that all we have, guys? I think that's all. Yes. Sure? All, all right, right, well, let's, uh, let's take a little break and we'll come back with our goodbyes. Oh my goodness. I just, I'm in love with our musical interludes. (laughs) I've said it before, I'll say it again. Benedict, you're a genius and I love them. They're Um, a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. And now we have headphones, I get to listen to them all the time. (laughs) So it's just like, woo! Anyway, Zethi, thank you. So much for no, coming thanks on thanks for the having show. me on. I love to have a little bit of a theatrical analysis. <laughs> <laughs> so if it got a bit nerdy at a couple of points, oh it is goodness. meant to be a musical. That is what but this podcast yeah, is they're about. not used oh, yeah. to nerdy yeah. yet. All, all the listeners are 100% musical nerds. Musical nerds. <laughs> oh, it's nice to be with my people again. <laughs> and if they weren't at the beginning of this episode, they, they are. are now. Bloody are now, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> um, but we want to know what you're doing, what you're up to. What you're doing. Yeah. Well, um, at the moment, um, I'm the artistic director of Brisbane Immersive on Ensemble, which is great. We just did 20 shows of Cluedo the Interactive Game, which Sane was in and so he was marvellous. Good, guys. Uh, if you missed it, then you should be disappointed. Very yeah. disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I did follow you around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so we're working on some new things. Um, we've got auditions open right now, but they'll be shut by the time this um, uh What's it called episode? Yeah, yes, comes out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so keep your ears to the ground and eyes on the Facebook page for probably tickets. I guess if you yeah, didn't sign great. up for an audition, um, yeah. And we've got lots more things coming up um, for this year and next year as well. We're already starting to fill up the calendar, so that's awesome. It's getting already so good. So that's um, <laughs> Midsummer's Carnival in November. Midsummer Carnival in November, yeah. so good. And um, I'm looking at doing a particularly spooky Halloween show Ooh. that um, I had to. Yeah, Ben's like, we're not doing that. And I'm like, oh, but are we? <laughs> so Just have a think about it. So if it doesn't uh, happen this October, because we might run out of time, it'll happen next October. Uh, I maybe. love a spook fest. Now, if they want to find Brisbane Immersive, how do they do it? Many ways. Um, so there's the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Just type in Brisbane Immersive Ensemble and you'll be able to find it there. Or you can go to the website. That's got some information. Um, we also have lots of videos up on YouTube about um, like with uh, some of our singers and people doing cool things. Um uh, yeah, and if you have any queries about any you know, shows coming up or anything, or if you want to talk to us about anything at all, then there's a contact us page, and we love to have a chat and just like keep our finger on the pulse of what's happening in Brisbane. Because after all, Brisbane we'll put links all the, yeah. to all that in the show yeah. notes. Because like Brisbane is in the name of the company. Like we're very <laughs> Brisbane centric. We like to <laughs> like we don't like to see everyone leaving, going into Melbourne and that kind of thing. We want to keep the culture here. Dear Ooh, Melbourne, cool things. send them back. Dear send Melbourne, them, well, I miss they, my friends. <laughs> they all come back to do a show or two anyway, so Thank I'm you. sure. we anyway. just got to keep them here. It's been lots and lots of fun. Thank you for having me on tonight. Oh, thank thank you for coming. Come back anytime with any musical. Or we can keep talking about The Sound of Music, part two, <laughs> I think. And There was uh, a sequel movie. No, let's not talk about it. Yeah, no, uh, me too. <laughs> 
Guys, if you want to find out more about us, you can check out the website, www.thatsnotcanonproductions.com forward slash M-T-M-E-I-K. I was about to say dot M. Don't do that. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Musicals Teach Me. You can email us. And thank you so much to the people who have been. I have so much fun emailing you back. Um, you can email us at Musicals Taught Me Podcast at gmail.com. And if you're one of those amazing, super wonderful people that would like to give us a little bit of money to, like, you know, access some Get patron some content. only content and support and, us, and like, s- keep the, keep the, the episode's coming. Yeah. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know. If we get to 1,000 patrons, Zane's going to do the Necronomicon from um, Evil Dead the Musical. It's true. 1,000. That 1, is the thousand. number that we're going for. I'm, I'm trying to like change 1, it, but Zane's thousand. pretty set on 1,000, guys, <laughs> and I really want to see it. So, like, help us out. Um and you just become part of a super awesome group of people that we love. So if you're already a patron, thank you so sure, much we do, for supporting us. We do some us. polls on there and you mm-hmm. can suggest uh, other episodes that you yeah. want us to do. Our end of year top five yep. list. Is usually patron sourced. Yep. Yeah. So if you want to say in what we do, then that is the way to do it. Um, otherwise, you can just like subscribe, rate, review on iTunes or Spotify or your favourite podcatcher. Just keep us on repeat all day, every day. (laughs) We would love you for it. We sure would. But until then, guys, we will see you this time next week. Bye. 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 I'm Morgan Phillips and I'm a human. And I'm Isabella Vallette and I'm also a human. But I was raised by fairies and now I'm taking my human friend Morgan in to meet all of the mythological creatures that I know. Every Sunday we meet a new mythological creature and interview them about their life in a modern day context. Such as... The Night King from Game of Thrones. Funicular, the friendly vampire brother of Dracula. We've met the Loch Ness Monster. Santa. The Volpertinger. The Devil. And a Mermaid. And many more. We release all our interviews as a podcast called Off of the Fairies where we interview a new mythological creature every week living in a modern day world come join us oh, that's not kind of productions podcast hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.